Elise, um, I don't know if uh, everyone exactly knows. I know you've told your story a bunch of times. So how about in just just a few, you know, just short statements, kind of tell us exactly, catch us up on exactly who you are and why you're here for the GIC. My name is Elise Hill, and I served my journeyman term. It was um, 19 months, but it's two years, um, in Russia, in Ivanova, Russia. And um, there I worked with students, and I did student work. So I had English conversation hours at coffee shops. I um, just did anything that we could. My team and I would do anything that we could to reach students in order to share the gospel with them. So that's awesome. Um, now, something that I've been really curious about as we've kind of um, spent time with you is is just about the calling that God put on your life. I mean, uh, if you've been around church in, at any point, you've probably heard missionaries or pastors or people that work in leadership say something like this: "I felt called." Um, that doesn't mean like we picked up our cell phone. It was like God. Um, that's not how that works. But but what that what that kind of basically means for all of us to some extent, myself included, is that we feel like God is clearly telling us that we need to do something. He's calling out to us like someone would call for someone's name. Hey Jordan, um, by the way, bro, did you go to Chattanooga? Um, something like that. Can you explain to us because because when we think of missions, we think around the world. We we gotta think like that's a big call like. Like, you know, that God, you know, really has to put something on your heart. Can you explain to us just how did God bring you to that place and communicate clearly to you that it was his will that you would go to Russia? In March of 2005, I went to the country of Belarus, which is a former Soviet country. It's located above Ukraine and beside Russia. And during that week, the Lord just kept bringing these people into my life, and I just kept sharing um, just about Christ with them, and my heart at the end of the week was completely torn. I did not want to leave there, and so when I came home, all I could think about for months, I would just lie in my bed and think, Lord, how do I get back there how do I go back and continue to pour into these people? And so someone mentioned the journeyman program to me. And I wouldn't say that I felt, this may sound bad, but I didn't, I didn't have this burden. I wasn't weighed down with this burden for the lost. It was, I need to go there. Lord, show me how to get there. And so... Um, the actual verse that the Lord used to call me to Russia was Philippians 1.29 um, that says, For you not only have the privilege of knowing Christ Jesus, but you have the privilege for suffering for him as well. And I was like, wow. And so uh, that didn't mean I had to die at that time. Um, it just meant that... I needed to leave my family, and I needed to leave everything in America and go during that time. So it was pretty clear. So no other options. You know, it's interesting, too, as you share that story. <clears throat> God seemingly called you, or you felt that God may be moving you towards that, towards that while you were actually in Russia, Belarus. Where is Belarus? Is that? Okay. Yeah, so you were actually out of the United States, 
involved in something else, which is huge because I don't know a lot of people <clears throat> think of this, um, but this is a, you know, a great way to, if you feel like God is trying to lead you somewhere and you feel like, uh, I don't really know what's going on, a good thing is to just get involved somewhere. And as you're doing something else, God usually calls us. Um, that's an interesting story. As you know, you, you plan to get ready and go over to Russia. I'm sure you struggled a little bit. I'm sure you you, you got some, like, cold feet, some knee-jerk times. You were kind of like, do I really need to do this, journeyman? Um, is Russia really that important? Isn't it cold there? Um, what about the people with tall hats? Did you, <laughs> did you ever feel like, you know, how did you deal with that struggle, and um, how did you just accept the Lord's peace before you went? The Lord blessed me in an amazing way because I actually, after I said I'm going to Ivanova, Russia um, in October of 2006 when I made that commitment, I never looked back. There was never, maybe a couple days before I left um, in May, the following May, I was thinking, oh, I, I just don't know. And I would lie um, awake at night and I would just be like, oh, Lord, I don't think I can do it. Um, but that's it. I never doubted that I was supposed to go to Russia, and I was ready to go. I just, from the moment I said, I'm going to Ivanova, Russia, I was going to Ivanova, Russia, and I was not, you know, turning back. So the Lord really blessed me in that way. I'm going to ask you to recount one story that you told um, when we were all together at dinner last night. You mentioned a time where you had this big freak-out moment where cabinets fell, you kind of broke down, almost went in the fetal position. Kind of describe to us, you know, what that was like when it gets hard. Because I know I'm, the, the, the picture I want to paint is a very real, raw picture here about what missions looks like. And, and how did you get, you know, again, kind of recount that story and, and retell it and tell us how, you know, the Lord just kept pushing you and kept getting you um, going while you were over there. The story that he's asked me to recount is the worst week of my entire term. Um, my grandfather died on a Saturday last March, and I decided not to come home for the funeral because right before I left, the Lord was like, this is it. You're never, this is it. Um, enjoy the time that you have with him, but you won't see him again. And so that was really hard. And I actually told my mom before I left, I said, I just want you to know that I don't think that he'll be alive when I come home. And he was well. He was fine. And she said, okay. And I said, it's okay. It's okay. I'm good. So anyways, he dies on a Saturday. I've decided not to go home. The week was filled with so much. I was lecturing in the universities at that time. And so I was busy Um lectures in universities in Russia are about three hours so in the university I was in so it's just really long and um, one day it was a Thursday I came home and I was finished I kind of had gone through everything I needed to go through that week and I came home and I walked into the kitchen and the cabinets were sideways and I thought they're not gonna fall off the wall they're really not going to fall off the wall. I can't handle this. And so I just got the dishes out that were above the sink and put them on the opposite counter. And I went into my room, and I hear a cr 
crash. And I, I was like, oh, Lord, I really can't handle this. And so I walked in, and sure enough, the entire set of cabinets on that wall, it was about four or five cabinets, were in the floor. And everything was in the floor. And I called my roommate, and I, was, I said, Sarah, where are you? <laughs> she said, I'm on, you know, she said that she was on our street. And I said, I need you here now. <laughs> so she said that she really thought that I had cracked and um, that she was going to find me in the fetal position because at that point I was finished. Everything was finished. I, I, didn't, want the, I didn't like the snow anymore. It was March. It had, there had been snow on the ground since October. I was sad because my family was going through this, and I wasn't there. And I'd had an argument with our another teammate who, that's just another story about her. But um, so everything that week, and then the cabinets fell off the wall. And after that, our toilet clogged up. So it was just not a good week. And the Lord just kind of, I, I don't know what happened. I don't remember a part where the Lord was like, you can do this. But he did give me the strength to continue on. So, but at that time, I was finished. So, Awesome. That's, inc that's an incredible story. Um, you know, another thing, well, i got two more questions I'd like to ask you. The next to last question has to do with, um, you know, a time where, where something happened and, and that, you may, that made you take a step back and go, yeah, you know, that's why I'm here. Um, can you tell me of just one small moment, whether that be someone um, making a decision or something that was said or even, I mean, it can be as little as walking out and there's a sunrise where it used to be really dark. Um, can you tell us of one time where you were there and you, you just, it made you take a step back and be like, this, I belong here for right now. In January last year, we had a movie night, and um, this girl came, and her name was Svieta. And um, after the movie, Svieta, she stayed there, and we talked, and we began to talk about the Lord. I don't remember how it came up, so we talked for hours about the Lord. I, she just kept asking questions, asking questions, asking questions. And that night, I remember uh, I laid down, and everything happens at, in the, at nighttime. Anyways. Um, I laid down and I thought, wow, Lord, that was so amazing. And the next morning she said, Alice, I just want you to know, I'm so glad that you told me this. I had never heard it. I'd never heard about Jesus. And I thought, okay, this, and it was exactly that, this is why I'm here. And so... The last question we have for you is that I know that um, all of us, to some extent, are walking past these these displays, and um, and maybe if you're like me, you walk past them and you've been like, oh, like you can just feel like God just wanting to knock on your door. I walk past, for instance, I walk past the Indi India and Africa like displays, and uh, I'm just like, oh, every time I move past it, I can just feel God like starting to knock and be like, hey. Maybe one day. Um, what would you tell anyone here who, who has maybe a feeling or, or you know, it's just kind of beginning that prayer of asking God, Lord, is missions or going somewhere, is that something that you want me to do? What would you tell that person? I would tell you to, number one, seek the Lord because 
you you want to make sure that it's clear. Um, number two, I would find some godly counsel. I would find some other people that you can truly confide in. And I know going into missions isn't like a deep, dark secret or anything, but you really need that encouragement and you need that prayer. And the third thing is, I would say get any information you can on it because you want to be informed as much as possible. So whatever organization you desire to go with, whether that's the IMB or whatever, then I would go to those websites um, and request as much information as possible. Those would be my three. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Let's give Elise a hand.